This is everyone's favorite wrestler, Rob Van Dam. You know what you're doing. You're listening to WNS. Broadcasting from Beaumont, Texas, it's the Wrestling News Source Podcast with Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert, a couple of wrestling fans with a drink in hand and a lot to say. This podcast may contain adult language and may not be suitable for young listeners, so listener discretion is advised. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Hammer. I'm Tyler Hebert. Welcome to episode 517 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsForce.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsForce.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsForce.com. You can find us on Facebook, the Podcast, Podcast, on YouTube, during this video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, Demons Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, DRH Pro, Tyler Tyler underscore Bear, A Bear underscore Mode on Instagram, DRH underscore Pro on Instagram. All that good stuff and more. Welcome to the show. Going to talk a little wrestling this wrestling. week. Uh, nothing too big, no, no. but uh, we'll certainly cover some AEW. You might talk a little WWE. Maybe. I know. Uh, I know. Last week we were like, oh, we're not going to talk about WWE at all, and we ended up talking the show. about forty-five minutes of it. Yeah, but um. It won't even be 45 minutes. It'll probably be like a few minutes. Yeah, I didn't even write anything down for Raw because I didn't watch Raw. And I didn't watch SmackDown this week either. And I, I didn't watch NXT either. Well, we don't watch NXT, so. Well, yeah, that's true. Not many people do these days. It's fallen to the wayside. Sad times. R.I.P. NXT. So, Tyler, how you doing? Sleepy. Sleepy. And I want to play Skyrim. Sleepy Bear. Back in the Skyrim yeah. mode. At the anniversary well, edition. Well, it's haven't played since 2012. Man. Yeah, because that was when we were roommates. And I could always tell when you were getting into a battle. Because that same fighting music would always play. And I'm like, oh my god, how many times am I going to have to hear this? A lot. <laughs> a lot. And then you got tired of it, and then I started playing it, and it was just, yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot of Skyrim being yeah. played in that Oh, house. now, with the creative uh, club or whatever, mm. you already have the DLC in the game, the three DLCs, plus there's more DLC Ooh. that was past that. So there's, like, three or four expansions, plus, like, a lot of new weapons, a lot of new, like new spells and stuff i'm like oh my god let's do this <laughs> oh my god so much chaos i have not enough yeah. time but i'm going to try to play some and you need to have all the mods yeah like, you can put mods on there like the macho man oh yeah dragon yeah freak out <laughs> that'd be good um uh, so, but yeah we're gonna talk uh, a little bit of wrestling because that did happen this week uh man my work schedule it's just it's gotten crazy not like nothing has really changed. It's just I'm finding it harder and harder to want to stay up late to watch and and try and keep up. Yeah, I try to find streams on Twitch so that I can at least see glimpses of Raw. Yeah. or you know, but no one does it for Dynamite, and that Ooh. and that hurts. That hurts the most. So I always have to come home and and stay up extra late because I don't get home till like eleven thirty. So yeah. you look at that and eleven thirty, two hours, um, going to bed a little late each morning or each night. But uh, 
you know, I do my best to to keep up, and I try and keep the spoilers away. But yeah. you know, s- social media is everywhere, so it does what it can. But uh, but yeah, so we'll get into it. AEW Dynamite as we're getting closer to the Owen Hart Cup. We're getting even closer to uh, we AEW should Dynamite see in Houston. At least two matches, right? Women's and men. I would think so. On our show? Yeah. Because we'll be in the second week of the actual tournament. And I i don't know if they've actually confirmed this or not. But I want to say that the uh, finals will be at Double or Nothing. Oh, uh, okay. I, but I don't, have, I don't have any kind of confirmation at it. But yeah. if that's the case, then we would see the, the second round or the second match, second matches of the first first round and then it would go to i don't know i don't know how they do it they're gonna figure it out but we'll be there for the second week which is gonna be cool so we're gonna see some pretty good matches Mm -hmm. either way but i'm really looking forward to it but dynamite this week kicked off cm punk going up against dustin rhodes uh I'm glad that the people still stuck with this match because there were slow mm-hmm. points and stuff like that. It wasn't yeah. your, you know, uh, typical uh, fast-paced match. It was like two mm-hmm. old-school dudes. Old-school storytelling. Yes. And they were chanting, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. So I was like, I'm glad they're enjoying it. Dropping the F-bombs. Mm-hmm. Good job, crowd. Yep, good job. How'd um, they get away with that? Both of them, you know, played up, you know, oh, you know, Punk's arms hurting and... Justin's knees killing him. Mm-hmm. You know, so they played that. And it was good. Yeah, it was I a good match. So. Uh, I think this was probably more of a Dustin Rhodes wants this match mm-hmm. more than anything. Like, because what? Like, honestly, they're kind of like stalling for time for CM Punk. I feel. Yeah. Because I mean, obviously, at, at the end of the match, we got to see Adam Cole come out, and or not Adam Cole, Adam Page come out. And stare down CM Punk. So I yeah. think that's the direction they're going to be going for Double or Nothing. Also, whenever Punk threw out the challenge on Twitter or whatever, Instagram, I don't know, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. this was before Penta yeah. fought him. Dustin was like, I would love to wrestle you. Yeah. He posted it on there. So I bet Tony was like, Yep, let's get that let's going. Let's make it happen. Never. Man. One-on-one fought each other. And you love those yeah. first-time-ever matches. So, apparently, in the past, because they even said it in one of the videos, it was years and years and years ago. Uh, it was Dusty and Dustin versus Abdullah the Butcher and CM Punk. Oh, God. <laughs> that is a weird pairing. I know, right? Um, and apparently, Dustin and, and Punk did not get to touch each other in the ring. Oh, Save so, it for the ring, fellas. Yeah, yeah that was that's a weird <laughs> pairing. Abdullah the Butcher and CM Punk. That is. That is a very weird, <laughs> very weird tag team. The young CM Punk. The younger version, yes. Um, but CM Punk didn't end up getting the victory, and they did show sportsmanship at the end and shook each other's hands and stuff. So, you know, it was a real fine moment for wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just so cool to think about. Like, how many new fresh matchups has AEW had? And it's like, it'll live forever now. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool that AEW's brought all this together. It really is. I'm glad that we, that 
there's competition for WWE mm-hmm. and an alternative for the wrestling fans who might be a little tired of WWE's programming. Because, you know, it's it's so frustrating to see a character uh, or a wrestler that you know is very talented mm-hmm. and they don't get an opportunity to show it because it's not what Vince wants. Yeah. And so they do go over to WWE, or not WWE, they do go to AEW, and yeah, they might not be on TV every week, but you can definitely see the change in the character. Yeah. You look at your Malachi Blacks, your Miros, uh, you know, D- Brian Danielson, CM Punk, like they're 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 getting a chance to be the wrestler who they want to be. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know what the case is for Andrade, but it doesn't seem to be working out too well for him. No. But... Maybe in the next couple of months that'll start they can turning. Figure around. it out. Yeah, because you know, as you and I were talking about prior to uh, prior to the podcast, um, you know, there was an interview with someone. Unfortunately, I can't recall who it was, um, but they were basically saying, you know, AEW was an upstart company, so they hired a whole bunch of talent just to kind of see what sticks. Yeah. Just to see who connects with the crowd. Because all these people are amazingly talented, very gifted in the ring. They can connect to the crowd in some capacity. Otherwise, they wouldn't have gotten the attention of the Young Bucks or, or Tony Khan or uh, Kenny Omega or Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, so, obviously, there was something there. But it's like, let's put them on a national platform and see if they connect that way. Yeah. Obviously, some work, some don't. And they make adjustments since then. Um, so I think we're going to see, probably in the next six months, we'll probably see some folks whose contracts will expire that they will not um, renew, renew, resign. Uh, one of them being uh, Jack Evans. He recently announced that he's leaving uh, AEW. And, uh, you know, it, it's nothing to take away from Jack Evans or Angelico, both amazingly gifted uh, uh, athletes. It's just they never really got to click, you know. Um, and, and the tough part is, is, you know, they, they are in the process of establishing new stars, Mm -hmm. but there are a lot of currently established stars that you just can't pass up on. I'm surprised they're not going to, uh, not renew, uh, Sonny Kiss. Oh, they're not? No, no, no. I I don't know. I mean, well, it depends on when that contract yeah, is up, is, I suppose. Because, like, they're not doing nothing with Sonny. Mm-hmm. So, unless Sonny... Well, is Sonny doing stuff on Dark? I don't know. I believe so. Okay. I mean, people have their roles. Yeah, and that's, you know... I wanted... I wanted the feud between Sonny and Joey Janela to go somewhere, and it did not. Yeah. I want it more for Sonny. Maybe one day... And that's the thing, and we've we've talked about that before, where it's just a lot of, there's so many moving parts, and, you know, you kind of have to say, okay, you know, just be patient with us, we're getting to you, I promise, <laughs> you know, just just give us time to finish out this these couple of stories, and yeah. we'll get you back, back in the rotation. Whereas, like, Miro, he's out with an injury, and, you know, so he's getting time to heal. He's also doing other projects. I think he shot, like, a pilot. Uh, the other day for like a TV show. Wow. So, you know, it's getting, it's getting him an opportunity to grow his brand, you know? And this is one of the thoughts that I had 
while I was watching Rampage earlier, before right before you got here, they showed a segment where uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society were basically getting banned from the arena. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, they do one show a week where they rec- they do Dynamite Live and they record Rampage. Yeah. Right? One day a week, these wrestlers are having to punish their bodies. And most of the time, a lot of them aren't even having to wrestle. So, in the grand scheme of things, this is going to allow them to be on TV because you saw all the members of the Jericho Appreciation Society. They were all on TV. Yeah. Daniel Garcia was the only one who wrestled. So, it benefits all of those guys to be on TV, to be seen, and they don't have to punish their bodies. Like, they're not. Yeah. If they want to take an independent booking, they can within reason. But other than that, it's like, all right, hey, fly out. We just need you for this spot. Here's your paycheck. We'll see you next week in Insert City here. Yeah. Um, And honestly, I'm okay with that because, like I said, it gets them on TV. It keeps them in the public eye. And then you can cycle them in and out as needed. Mm -hmm. Um, So one of the things I think AEW is really doing right is the factions or the big groups of people. Yeah. And it's for that reason. Because if you get into a storyline like Wardlow, he's going through the members of Pinnacle. Well, FTR is kind of out of the picture now. Yeah. So let's bring in the Butcher. Let's bring in Lance Archer. You know, it's it's giving yeah. opportunities to other people, I guess. I'm kind of rambling a little bit. But. I think, and I hope it's going to be a great match between Wardlow and Lance Archer. I hope so, too. Um, They've... Have they dropped the ball on Lance Archer? That's a hard thing to say. That's that's a hard answer to give. Because while... It's ups and downs. Yes. Because, yes, Lance Archer is a huge star in Japan and other, other promotions that he's been in. Is he that top-tier talent? And... I, should have been. I don't know if I can say yes. He's not, but he should have been. And see, that's the thing. It's like, well, he's not at the top tier talent. Should he be in the title picture? And it's like, you know, it goes back to the story, the 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 argument of, you know, you only have so many belts, you only have so many champions. Um, you don't want to tarnish the belt by having everyone, you know, every other yeah. week get a get a title shot and and win. So it's like, oh man, you know, it's really, it's, they're trying to hold that title very pristinely, you know, in, in the company's three year history, there've been what, four champions total, Jericho, Jericho. Moxley, Omega, and Hangman. Yep. Right. Yep. So in three years, they've held, they've only had four champions. If you don't look at uh, uh, Roman Reigns, who by the way, has now been champion for over 600 days, and it's been over 800 days since he was last pinned. Wow. Which is nuts to think about. Um, you know, they used to trade trade the WWE championship on a whim. Yeah. You know, I mean, look how they did Rey Mysterio. He won the title and then lost it the next night. You know, same with a lot of the money in the bank stuff. Yeah. You'd win the title and lose it that night or within a couple of days or weeks, you know. 
Whereas AEW, they're they're trying to establish champions. You look at Jade Cargill, who's the TBS champion. You look at Adam Page, who's the current champion. You know, they're trying to keep these people um, fresh, I guess, in the eyes of the public while still being champion. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're not wrestling every week, and that's one of the champion's advantages, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah. I feel... I know I'm kind of rambling. Like I don't really feel like I have a good train of thought. Is it? Does it making? Am I making any sense to you? To me, it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about that guy over there. How does he feel? There's a there's an audience in here listening to you, us. You've lost your mind. You've lost <laughs> your damn mind. He said yes. Oh, okay. Anyways, the point is. You know, as much as I would love to see Eddie Kingston have the belt, as much as I would love to see Lance Archer have the belt, as much as I would love to see Orange Cassidy have the belt, you know, you you got to keep it pristine and yeah, I don't know. Just so that like when they have all these guys, but not enough time. Yeah, because eventually some of their some of these talents, like your Lance Archers, like your Eddie Kingston's, they will have to fade away. Yep. Uh, Jericho will be on that list as well soon. Uh, you know, maybe the next, if he decides to resign with AEW in the next couple of months, uh, Moxley, uh, when's there Moxley signed a three year deal and he, he showed up shortly after AEW started. So yeah. some point this year, I think summer What about Jericho. Um, I'm not sure about Jericho. God, that would suck if Jericho just leaves to go back to WWE. I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point in his career he does. Um, Like, I feel, in all honesty, once the Jericho Appreciation Society kind of runs its course, I won't be surprised if he leaves AEW. Because it's kind of like, all right, I've done everything I wanted to do. I wrestled the people that I wanted to wrestle. Um, I've... Got, Jericho, yeah. I got new stars over, you know, uh, whether it be from the Inner Circle or the Appreciation Society. I was the champion. I helped start the company. You know, they're they're going to be okay without me. Yeah. Let me go back, get that WWE Legends contract, go into the Hall of Fame, and call it a career. See, out of all the people that would leave to go to WWE, I think there's one person that they'll get that will never go back to WWE and mm-hmm. he'll just retire. And you know who it is. Hmm. CM Punk. Yeah. He would oh, yeah. never, no. ever go to WWE. Well, I mean, you can't say never. No, I am. Because he even said he would never wrestle again. So. I No, I don't. I would be so shocked. I would, go, I would genuinely I, be shocked if he ever walked through a WWE door again. But based on what's happened... You cannot say never. I can with him, and I'm going to. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, so the next match that we saw, the Blackpool Combat Club, which how awesome were uh, Wheeler Yuta's new white trunks with yeah. the red blood all over it. Uh, I like the fact that Danielson came out in a Blackpool uh, shirt, and it was white with the red blood and all that. I just like I like the fact that you know they're starting to gel cohesively. They are a group. Beat the fuck out. I even looked online on the uh, AEW shop. Three of the top five best-selling merchandise items on their website are Blackpool nice. Combat Club nice. items. And like one of them is the CM Punk shirt, and I forget what the other one was. 
But uh, they ended up defeating Dante Martin, Brock Anderson, and Lee Moriarty. Which, they had a good showing. Dante Martin, obviously, always getting to look like a star. I think Dante and Lee looked good. I don't know about Brock. He looked all right. But the thing is, his style just doesn't, doesn't mesh well with Dante Martin. Like, he's he is his father, basically. And that's not a bad thing. It's just... When you've got like the high flyers and stuff, he doesn't really stand out. But for like a more wrestling purist fan, he's a bit, he, you know, he's, he's, he's got a lot of potential. Yeah. So would work well as an enforcer, just like his dad. <laughs> um, after that, we got the huge announcement from Tony Khan. And I know a lot of people were like, oh, if this is the announcement I think, then it's not going to be that big. To me, this is still, it's still a big thing. It's a, a huge, I don't like how they execute it. Yeah. Because they always do shit like this. And I do not understand the whole thing of here's so and so. Let's talk and let's talk to him. Always gets cut off. Yeah. This person always gets fucking cut off. Mm-hmm. And somehow Tony Khan likes that shit because <laughs> same thing. Tony Khan announces well, this and then uh, New Japan's president comes out and then gets cut mm-hmm. off by Adam Cole. I think. <laughs> I think Tony understands that he is not an on-screen character. Yeah. And well, unless when, he's being cocky on Impact. <laughs> yes, that is true, which I don't know if he's done that lately. But um the uh I think he realizes he's not an on-screen character. It's not really he gets so excited about stuff and it's hard for him to like maintain his composure, I guess. So I think I personally think this was an okay decision to have Adam Cole be the one to make the the announcement. The other guy didn't even talk. No, he didn't. Although I don't know how much English he yeah. knows or not. He might he might know a lot, but I just I'm not familiar with him. Um, but I I feel it was the right move to have someone like Adam Adam Cole make yep. the announcement, baby, um, because he has history with both companies. And um, so they announced uh, AEW and New Japan teaming up to cre- uh, pr- promote and uh, and give you fine folks the Forbidden Door pay per view. Hard time. Sunday, June twenty sixth. Yes, and it should be good because, dude, what was it? Uh, uh, not Tanahashi. Who's the other dude that uh, everyone brags about? Kenny Omega versus Okada. Okada is what? Didn't Okada say he wanted to fight Danielson or Punk a while back? Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is your chance. I don't know who who yeah, would you if, pair up with Punk. If I don't know if Omega is still hurt, I feel like that would be the best option. Okay, Kota Ibushi. I don't know who's Kota's gonna fight. Um, I don't know, man. There's gonna be so many mix and match, uh, matches that mm-hmm. it's going to be fun. Yeah, there's there's a lot of potential for a lot of really good matches. I think uh, I think Kenta said I want CM Punk. Oh my God, sign that shit up because Kenta is the original guy of Go to Sleep. He's mm-hmm. the one who originally had it, and I think. Uh, Moxley has been trying to call out Hiroshi Tanahashi, um, so maybe we'll get maybe we'll get something like that. I'm not too familiar. 
I like I haven't been keeping up with New Japan lately, so I don't know like who the big stars are. We're gonna um, have Bullet Club people. Yeah, we'll see Bullet Club. We'll probably see Bullet Club versus Elite, Undisputed Elite. I don't know about that unless something happens in the next few weeks. Maybe they're, they're kind of together. Yeah, I find it very interesting that it's gonna like AEW's pay-per-view schedule is like they do four a year and this is going to be a like a month after double or nothing because it's a special one yeah it's a special attraction so they're going to have i guess a four-week build with some so, sprinkled in wcw used to have uh pay-per-views or mix with new japan that's what i read they would have some new japan uh wrestlers appear on uh wcw programming yeah but I don't know if I don't remember just because it was been so long ago. I don't remember if they promoted them as New Japan wrestlers, yeah, or if they were just like, oh yeah, they come from Japan. So, because yeah, they, they that's how they had a lot of their cruiserweight division um, from. But um, yeah, man, this is a this is a huge announcement. This is I mean, this is almost mind boggling. The fact that um. Two major wrestling companies are working together and putting on an event for you fans. It's, and I've said this in the past. It's it's so cool to see, and it's kind of funny to see mm-hmm. in the same hands. Like you have this company that's working with like a lot of people, or I don't know if they're still working with certain companies, but AEW's worked with NWA, New Japan, Impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what else. Um, and then they're about to have a pay-per-view and stuff. And WWE's worked with WWE. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they got Evolve. And, um, well, they bought them. But yeah. you know, Evolve's evolved into nothing. Yeah. And disintegrated. <laughs> uh, and you also have to think AEW now has Ring of Honor. Yep. So. AEW now has Ring of Honor. You can see, you can possibly see uh, some Ring of Honor stars in the mix as well. Like, how crazy would so that crazy. be? This AEW, is like a, New Japan, and Ring of Honor present Forbidden Door. This is like a renaissance. This is insane. It's like awesome. Mm-hmm. So cool, man. So many opportunities for dream matches, and I hope we get to see some. It's good property. Good shit. Good, yeah, very good property. And, uh,. Hey, just take my money now. Yeah, like, I can't wait to sit I honestly, row and watch. I don't. Dynamite. I don't. I don't care like what the matches are going to be. I know it's going to be a really cool pay per view, yep. just because it's one of a kind. Can't wait to see what Doug thinks about this. Yeah, should be fun. Um, back over to Dynamite. Wardlow defeated the Butcher. Well, got his, that was going to happen. Got his powerbomb symphony going. Yeah, uh, in a Owen Hart Cup tournament qualifying match jungle boy versus kyle o'reilly i was surprised kyle won yeah i thought jungle boy was gonna win kyle o'reilly could be the dark horse in this uh in this tournament we'll see uh but kyle o'reilly does end up getting the victory uh then we got hook's debut i like hook's music yeah yeah you don't really know me um went up against a guy named anthony henry hey congrats on you know getting national exposure for a little bit uh, Hook got the win. Danhausen comes out and says, "All right, you won't be cursed by me, so you're going to fight Danhausen." I don't like it. You don't like, I like it. Hook I like Danhausen. 
Why would you feed Danhausen to Hook when Danhausen hasn't had a match yet? I think you mean why would you feed Hook to Danhausen? Come on now. Did I say that? I said the opposite way. No, you said it like why are you feeding Danhausen to Hook? Oh, oh, I'm just Hook to Danhausen. Yeah, I'm just playing devil's advocate to you. It's like if you're gonna feed like a goofy character character to him, it could have been Orange Cassidy, but you know Orange, I think still hurt. I don't know the situation, but. If Danhausen was gonna fight for his first match, who you want him to win? Unless, like, hey, you're just a comedy character. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, we'll definitely have to see. I'm kind of intrigued by it, but yeah, it's kind of like, do you have Danhausen lose his first match, or do you have Hook lose his first match? Uh, very nice, very evil. Hmm. Uh, after that, another qualifying match for the Owen Hart Cup, this time in the women's side. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, defeats Danielle Camella. I think Which I said that right. used to be uh, Vanessa Bourne in NXT. Oh, there you go. Okay. Um, obviously, Britt Baker uh, got the hometown hero reaction being in Britsburg. Britsburg. <laughs> With some of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, one of the things that kind of cracked me up was after the uh, after the match was over, Britt Baker got on the mic. She's cutting a promo. She's very winded because, you know, she just had a match. Yeah. So she's kind of struggling to, like, sound convincing, you know. And it's, you know, she's that DMD. And then she hands the mic to one of the Pittsburgh Steelers players. As they're playing her music, and he tries to talk and realizes, oh, they just cut it off. It's like, oh, that sucks. Oops, I guess I'm not supposed to talk. Yep. Uh, final matchup, Darby Allen versus Andrade El Idolo. So I missed this. In a coffin match. I had to uh, start giving the baths to the children's. Yeah. So... We got to see Sting do that thing he I does. I saw a clip of that. He, he's done that in... Multiple done it in WCW, WCW Impact. Impact. Did he do it in WWE? Maybe, not sure. I mean, that's his thing. He likes to do that. Yeah. Where you? All that Sting fan giveaway stands in the crowd as a Sting fan, and he removes his mask to realize, dude, show that, that it's Sting. Fucker! He jumped through that table like I don't know what match. Now he jumped yeah. off that end. He got caught. I'm like. This motherfucker's like, you know what? These youngins can do it. I can do it, too. And guess what? Just catch me, please. Please, yep. please. Just catch me. That's all I ask. God damn. 60-something years old, still doing that. Much love for the stingy. That's right. Um, it was a fine match. Uh, Andrade seemed to have hurt his hand because he went to lift the lid and realized, oh, shit, there's thumbtacks under there. So <laughs> I think he caught his hand a little bit. Um but Darby ends up getting the victory. Another tough loss for Andrade. It's like they they try and build him up, and then they just have him lose. Then they try and build him up, and then they just. What did he look good in this match? Huh? Did he look good? I mean, he looked match? good. Yeah. And after the match, they both praised each other on social media. Really? Yeah. Um. So you know, really, even if really Andrade good leaves or gets booted from AEW, he won't go back to WWE. I don't think. I think he'll probably go to somewhere else. I don't know. It'll been. It'll depend on how things with Charlotte are going. I mean, if they can get a deal going, we're like, if I come back to WWE, you gotta treat me right. Yeah, treat me like a star. You're treating Cody right, right? 
That's right. Well, to be determined, he's being treated right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to see on Rampage, Adam Cole defeats Tomohiro Ishii in the Owen Hart. Ishii. No? I said Ishii. Ishii. I know. It's, it's in the Owen Hart players. Cup tournament qualifying match. Being uh, stupid. Switchblade, Jay Lethal. Or not Jay Lethal. <laughs> Switchblade, Man, Jay I'm Lethal. tired. You're tired. I'm I feel s- tired. I'm sleepy. And we want food. Yeah, it we is. It's food. It's lunchtime. Uh, so Adam Cole wins, right? He did. And what Bay happens Bay. after the match? Anything? Uh, I don't Respect. think so. Someone gets beat down. No, nothing like that. Okay. Mm-mm. It's like I don't know. I only watched the Eddie Kingston and Jade Cargill match. Yeah. Eddie Kingston versus Jade Cargill. The, both those oh, matches. Damn. Uh, beat the shit out. Backstage, of Dan Housen destroyed some chips and said, "You know, now, now you will fight me." Hook walks up and actually talks and says, you wanted my attention? You got it. And I love this voice, man. I'm so glad that it wasn't like a prepubescent kid. You want a match? You got it. You want my attention? You got it. <laughs> Batman. Where, where are the other drugs going? <laughs> Swear to me. My voice is just so tired. Where are the other drugs going? I'm Batman. I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> You're a bunch of psychopaths. Anyways, Dan Housen now has the attention of Hook. Uh, we got to see Lance Archer absolutely destroy Serpentico. 35 seconds was all this match lasted. Nice. Um, Eddie Kingston defeated Daniel Garcia. One-on-one action. And that just proves wrestling is better than sports entertainment. Damn right. Hell yeah. Uh, and then the main event, and I don't want to gloss over that match. It was actually a very good yeah. match. It was a good, good performance for yeah, both guys. Both them, yep. Good property. Good, good shit. Good crap running, growing up the tree. Uh, main event, Jade Cargill versus Marina Shafir. And we had talked about this previously, about it's kind of a lose-lose situation. Yep. Um, like, if it wasn't for the title, I would have had Marina get the win. Mm-hmm. Just because Jade had not been paying any attention to Marina throughout the entire buildup. Yeah. So it would have been like, had you paid attention and like studied and well, you know, watched what she does in the ring, you could have been better prepared. Well, and her girl's had got her back. Her, yeah. And smart Mark. Smart Mark, man. He's smart, man. He did. He is. But uh, Jade Cargill ended up getting the victory. Now 30 and 0. Um, you got to wear these handcuffs right now. And here's a message uh, from MJF. Eat shit, pig. <laughs> yeah. That's from Smart Mark to Wardlow. Sorry. Yes, because now, uh, now Wardlow does not get music, and he has to ha- be handcuffed from the moment he enters the arena. I just, with a straight face when he said that, I just, like, laughed my ass off. I, um, I think it was uh, Bully Ray who was like, dude, keep the handcuffs on him. Like, have that be sort of a special attraction gimmick yeah. where it's like, this man's about to wreck your life. Mm-hmm. And once those handcuffs come off, it's over. Yeah. You're done. Like, you have a chance to run. Once the handcuffs come off, it's over for you. Mm-hmm. You're done, son. And I agree with that. I, I agree with that sentiment. Um, that's pretty much all we have for AEW. Um, I don't really have much to talk about WWE. 
Me either. Just because it's kind of like, eh. But Cody's fighting uh, Seth Rollins. He sure is. Yeah. And Kevin Owens is losing his damn mind. Yeah. Talking to Ezekiel. Who wants to hear Zeke speak? <laughs> hey, speaking of Ezekiel, Ezekiel Jackson appeared on The Price is Right this week. Yes. How about that? What is the price? I don't know. That is right for him. It, it's something. 12 bucks. $12. It's got to be at least $12, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's talk about something that uh, agitates me. What's that? Bret Hart signs a lucrative contract with WWE, yeah. which it shouldn't bother me, but, dude, I felt like AEW was trying to get him and probably be like the manager for FTR or help him out somehow, some well, way. Well, they've been, they've been asking him to be their manager for Ever a since while. he fell off the stage. Um, <laughs> Wasn't that Arn? <laughs> No, that was Bret Hart. Remember, he had the title. He came out with the main title, one of the pay-per-views. Then he went in the middle, which wasn't the... Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. He fell I forgot down. about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so, no, I don't know what was said, If how WB found out. If they found out AEW was talking with him, they're like, hey, you know what? We'll give you more money. It, I don't know what he's going to do. He's just going to be backstage. On, They're uh, gonna have a segment. Legends Night. He comes yes. out, yes. you know, like, I'm, and then one day he'll just randomly appear next to Natalia, and you know, that'll be it. I mean, I know money talks, I get it, but would they'll you put out, be part of a company that would actually honor you, honor your brother? They'll put out like two shirts. Best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. Who knows, man? Yeah, but it sucks. But good for him. He's gonna make bank. It is what it is. Uh, we're gonna save that money. Hey, we're gonna save that money. Hey. <laughs> um, from one WWE Hall of Famer to another, <laughs> WWE Hall of Famer Mike Tyson was recently involved in a fight on an airplane after the passenger was uh, shown yeah. pretty much harassing him. Yeah. Uh, they said that Mike Tyson. Um, was taking a couple pictures. Hi, how you doing? All right, let's take a picture and enjoy the flight. But this guy was just being an, uh, he was being a douche. So he, I don't know if he was drunk or so what. He beat him up a little bit. Yeah, Mike Tyson, I guess, finally had enough and turned around and put in a couple good shots, bloodied him up a little bit. And I don't have a problem with this. People are going to be like, well, that's, that's assault. That's, I'm like, dude. You poke the bear too many times, mm-hmm. and then you get shocked that the bear attacks. Come on now. Yeah. Like, you don't do that. You yeah. you respectfully, if you encounter a celebrity, you always approach with respect. You know, sorry to bother you. You know, could I please have a picture? You know, if it's not too much trouble. Like, just be kind. Yeah. If you're kind, more than often, they'll be like, yeah, sure. Because it's a moment of their time. But, like, if they're in the bathroom and you're waiting at the stall door, that's not cool. No. no, no. You know, like, time and a place. You just took a shit. Can I have your autograph? All right. Can I have the... Never mind. <laughs> yes, I got a pen. I dropped in the toilet. Here you go. Right. Go Why get it. Why is it brown? <laughs> brown pen. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, like, like when you and I met Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, uh, you know, we had realized that they set that he is set behind us. We didn't just immediately get all up in his face. Yep. You know, he ordered his food. We we picked basically the time. Like, okay, they've placed their order. They don't have their food. 
we're about to leave, and then then we decided to approach. Yeah. Also, you know? and he liked your shirt. He liked my shirt, and we helped him out. We Did helped we? out. We we broke up a little bit of that date because <laughs> that was not the girl that he's married to now. That's true. So mm-hmm. don't know who that that gold digger was, but we got that bitch out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really curious to who that was. Yeah. She's in one of those pictures with us, but like really? in the background, you can see her sitting. Looks blurry. Yeah. God. We'll talk to him and who see who that? she was. Yeah, we'll we'll meet up with him. Who's that girl? We'll meet, hey, when we're at the Houston show, we'll get that a picture, that picture printed out. Yeah. And we'll circle, put a red circle and be like, "Who's that? Brian. Who is this? <laughs> who Who's this lady?" Who's that lady? Who's that lady? Um, but yeah, dude, if you if you ever see a celebrity in public or on a plane, be very polite. Be polite or in don't a bus. Be a, don't be a just dick. Go up to <laughs> if you ask for a if you ask for a picture and an autograph and they say no, don't be like, oh come on, dude, like slap him. Yes, just straight up slap him. <laughs> just fight him. Kick him in the nuts. <laughs> yeah. No. There will be absolutely no consequences yeah. for that. If you see a wrestler, slap them. <laughs> slap the piss out. <laughs> so they can beat the shit. Tell them Ben from WNS told you to. They'll be like, is that a mark? And then they'll just like curb stomp you. That's right. Is that a mark? But no. Please, please yeah, approach. Leave them alone. Or, yeah, or just leave them alone. Right. Take a picture from a distance. Hey, cool. Check it out. Make sure you have your flash off. <laughs> yep. Don't, you know, don't get their attention. Uh,. Let's see. WWE are reportedly no longer punishing talent for using marijuana. Good. Apparently, uh, I guess uh, Randy Orton's been pushing for this for a while. They put out an RK Bro shirt with 420 on the front and on the back it says, uh, I just smoked your ass. I just smoked your ass. And that was only a one-day shirt, from my understanding? I don't know if it was just one day, but it was certainly... No. Why not? Because I don't smoke, sir. Me either. You know this. Uh, no, it's still available. It's in the new arrival. Twenty-seven. They, I wonder if they came out with that on. <laughs> they probably will. They probably will coming out this uh, this Monday. Smoked your ass, bro, dude. From the interview with I don't forgot who it was, dude. Randy Orton. Uh, credits. Riddle for this resurgence in his career, how he loves everything and like he's mm-hmm. in shape because of Riddle. And he's just like my passion's back because of Riddle. I was like, that's awesome. I love hearing stories like that. Michael Cole said the same thing about um, um, shit. That guy, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. He was like, dude, I've I'm having more fun now than I have in the last ten years. Which I wonder if Corey Graves takes any offense to that. <laughs> it's like, oh. Okay. Well, well I'm sorry I'm not as fun as Thanks, Pat McAfee. Cole. Thanks. Yeah. Um so yeah, so if you want that shirt, go to the WWEshop.com or shop.wwe.com. Either way, it takes you to the same place. Uh Johnny Gargano made a recent appearance at the WWE Performance Center, making people wonder will he return? Will he go to New Japan? Will he go to AEW? Where is he gonna go next? Still up in the air. Yeah. Time will tell. His wife still works for NXT though, I think. That she does. I think she's under contract. Supposedly, there's a rumor that WWE 
will be extending her contract for the time she took off while being pregnant. Fuck off. No. Not yeah, you, no. them. Oh. What if I wanted to fuck off? I wanted to fuck off, man. <laughs> Thank you. Get out of here. Um, in good news, happy news, we're going to end the show on a happy note. Uh, Scarlet Bordeaux and Killer Cross announced that they got married this past week oh, in Alaska. No, it's Killer Bordeaux. They, <laughs> they announced on their uh, social media platforms they got married in Alaska. They decided to get eloped. They weren't sure about sharing the information, but they were like, you know what? Our our supporters would like to know. Um, and I actually saw part of the video, and it's really cool because they, like, they got in a helicopter and landed on top of a glacier and got married. Whoa. Which I've I've done that. I've not not the married part on a glacier, but I've took a helicopter ride, landed on top of a glacier, and got to walk around a little bit. That's cool. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Um so would recommend. That's so awesome. uh so yeah, so good news there. Hope hopefully they have a, a very happy marriage. They said they wrestled the very next night. So in Alaska? I don't know about in Alaska, but they certainly wrestle. Ha! So. <laughs> Pinfall or submission. I powerbombed her. That's right. Powerbomb Symphony. And she low-blowed him. I did not sleep with that woman because we were up all night. <laughs> Anywho, you got anything else? Anything in the no. WWE 2K22 world? I know they just released um, an update, a patch. Um, so now you have the NXT 2.0 arena. Oh, really? And uh, a couple other things. But I'm not sure what. Weird. And okay, I'll DLC, check it out. DLC, I think, is coming soon. Yeah, one of the DLCs. Omos. Omos. Yokozuna. Irma. Yumanga. Yumanga. Uh, someone else. Oh, dude. By the way, you watch, did you watch Dynamite? You did. Yeah. With the Blackpool when they were making their entrance with William Regal singing. Don't remember that. Oh my god, that was great. Go back and watch that. Um, anything else? No. It's kind of a short episode this week, yeah. but hey, it happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. But we certainly want to thank all of you for listening. If you have any questions for us, feel free to leave it on our Facebook page oh. this podcast. Oh. I read in an interview that uh Joe Samoa Joe said that the people who are harping on that 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 sing guy, it's like they just need to let it go. I was like, there's no point of like harping on it. Yeah, that is something I guess we could touch on. His appearance on Rampage last week, that's how... Well, I think we already talked about it. That's how he should have debuted. No, you sent that to me, Yeah, but we didn't talk about it on the podcast. Okay. Yeah, I think that's how he should have yeah. debuted. Yeah. Instead of lights go out and he's just there, because like, no one knows what it was. But had he like walked out with them, they'd be like, oh my God, who the hell is this guy? Mm-hmm. I think that would have been a lot better for his debut. But... You know, trial and error. Yeah. They learned. Some and, people are still harping on it. Well. Like, just give stuff more chances. Yeah. All we are saying is give Sing a chance. And that's it. Yeah. Oh, Jay Lethal was actually training with Ric Flair. Did you see that? I did. Like, And Charlotte was like, WTF, Dad. Yeah, like, why the fuck are you doing that? Don't you have a pacemaker or something in your heart? Don't you have, like, a plastic hip? I don't know. Does he have half a brain? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. That's why he's still stepping in the ring. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so thank you all so much for listening. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Harris. I'm Tyler Bear. And we will catch you all next week. Bye.